This is one of my favorite days of the year, right? We had kind of kind of a weak uh, entrance. Not many people clapped until the end. So a little hello for Jesus, yeah? No one does hello. This is one of my favorite days. It is the day that Jesus enters into Jerusalem, and as we begin the holiest week of the year, I want us to keep a few things in mind, yeah? Keep a few things in mind as to how it is that we should be entering into this this week as Christians, and this week being the holiest week. We are now walking with Jesus each and every day um, until we reach Easter, right? Here we are into the Last Supper. Here we are onto Good Friday. Here we are finally on Easter. Yeah? That's what we're searching for. So let's begin. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we read today's Gospel, one thing I want us to keep in mind is this. As we're reading these Gospels that come to mind, we need to be listening to the words that are coming. We need to be imagining ourselves in the scene. We need to be walking with Jesus as He makes His way into Jerusalem. And as we do that, then we are able to see what it is that Jesus wants from us. You see, every central question in the Bible is this. Just as He asked the two blind men. Here He is walking. He's walking from Jericho, and we're told crowds of thousands came just to listen to Him. As rabbis would walk, they would oftentimes, as they would walk, they would teach. And so here they are, people, thousands of people are pressing upon him, crowds of people are pressing upon him, and we see this kind of great chaos, right? This kind of great disorder, whatever it might be. We see all these people kind of pressing upon him to hear what it is that he has to say. Finally, he passes by two blind men who run up to him and says, Lord, son of David, heal me, have mercy on us. And they continue to yell, continue to yell. Every time they tell the people in the crowd, tell them, be quiet, we want to hear what it is the rabbi is saying, they continue to yell, and they keep getting rebuked, they keep getting pushed behind, they keep saying, hey, 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 calm down, we want to hear what the rabbi is saying, you're being disrespectful. But then Jesus stops, walks towards them, and asks them the same question that he's asking each and every one of us, each and every day. What is it that you're looking for? What is it that you want? What do you want me to do for you? This is the question. What do you want Jesus to do for you? What are you looking for from Jesus? What are you looking for from in this life? What is it that you want? That's the central question. If we want Jesus just to be this kind of, you know, teacher, this great guy who said some nice things on a fortune cookie, okay, cool, that's Jesus for us. We place Him on a shelf. We only come to see Him whenever it is that we have time for it, and it's convenient. But other days that we are, you know, we place him in a box, he's away. Other times of the year, we'll go, we'll open up that box, we'll see the fortune cookie, we'll see what Jesus has to say, these nice words, and that's about it. If that's all you're looking for, okay. But if you're looking for your Savior, if you're looking for something in order to take us out of our darkness, to take us out of the mess of life, in order to take us out of our, ourselves, our comfort zone, whatever it might be, it's Jesus we're looking for. It's Palm Sunday. When we imagine ourselves walking with Jesus, I want us, again, to imagine how it is we're walking through Holy Week. We're walking with Jesus. Here are people who are walking, welcoming Him. And as they're welcoming Him, they're shouting, Hosanna. Hosanna to the Son of David. Hosanna, here it is. Hosanna meaning we are being saved. We are saved. Finally, the Savior is here. Here it is. He's entering into the messiness of the world. He's entering into the mess, the great chaos that is this great crowd. And as he enters into the great crowd, what is he also entering in? The mess of our own lives. 
Our own lives that sometimes doesn't go as planned. Our own lives that sometimes comes with anxieties. Our own, our own lives that sometimes comes with all these troubles. It doesn't always go the way we want it to go. The great messiness of our life does he enter into. And what is Holy Week? But the same thing. The messiness of life that we're walking into. He walks into it. And he says, I want to help you. As we walk with Jesus, we have to remember something. This same crowd, this same crowd that is welcoming Jesus into their lives, this same crowd that is, is really saying, Jesus, we're so happy you're here, we're so happy you have come, we're so happy that, that everything is going to change for us, the same crowd that welcomes him today is the same crowd that on Friday, when Jesus becomes inconvenient, they yell, crucify him. Crucify him. He's no longer convenient for us. He's no longer doing anything it is that we expected. He's no longer answering my prayers. He's no longer doing anything that, that's worth it for me. Crucify Him. I don't need Him. That's the same thing with the Christian life. We say that to Jesus. Sometimes you're convenient. Sometimes you're not convenient. But does that love work like that? If we are Christians, does love only work when it's convenient? You know, for husbands and wives, do you only love your, your spouse? Do you only love your husband? Do you only love your wife? when it is that it's convenient for you? Or is it precisely in those moments when it's inconvenient, do you love? For parents, how inconvenient is it that you have to sacrifice everything for your child? You go to work every day, you wake up at, at, at odd hours of the night, each hour of the night, if they're crying, if they need anything, whatever it might be, you wake up whenever it might be, because it's inconvenient, but guess what? You love them. Love is inconvenient. We need to remember that as we walk into Holy Week. Love is incredibly inconvenient. When we look at the cross, that's incredibly inconvenient. That's God. He doesn't need to do any of that. That's not convenient for Him whatsoever. Holy Week is inconvenient for Him. As we walk into Holy Week, He doesn't need to be betrayed by His closest friends, by His closest disciples. He doesn't need to be betrayed at all. He could forego any of these things. It's inconvenient for Him. It's inconvenient for him to take up the cross. It's inconvenient for him to be taken by soldiers and beaten. And yet, guess what? He does it. My brothers and sisters, as we enter into Holy Week, Jesus is entering into the messiness of our life. Sometimes it's convenient to love him. Sometimes it's not. Through all things, real love means loving when it's convenient and inconvenient. And then Jesus is able to enter into the messiness of our hearts, enter into the messiness of our lives, enter into the disorder, the sin, the darkness, and He's able to transform you. But first, we have to be praying with Him each and every day. As you go through each day in this Holy Week, I want us to pay attention to the readings. I want us to pay attention to what's going on around us. I want us to pay attention to as we come to, to Holy Thursday, and it is that we celebrate the Last Supper, that we celebrate the feasthood, uh, the, priest, the feast of the priesthood, right? That you thank the priests. And we celebrate this mystery with you as well. That when it comes to Good Friday, we enter into the mystery of the death of Jesus, the passion of Jesus. And when we do that, we pray with it. We pray with it in our own lives, and we give everything that we can give to Jesus. Then, when it comes to Easter Sunday, Jesus, above all else, I love you. And I want nothing more than to love you. And that's it. That's the mystery. When times are rough, when times are great, when it's convenient, and when it's inconvenient. I love you above all else, and I want nothing more. We pray. Pray always that Jesus may always be this convenient thing for us, 
through anything, that through everything we might follow the way, the truth, and the life. Amen? Amen.